0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the J and R Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, who always is here, except for when he isn't. But he is here today. Ronnie, how's it going? Good. You're having Car problems yeah, again. You're of writing course. another country song. Your kids are sick. Car's I know. broken down.
1: It's been a rough week again. I just need everything to go smoothly, and uh, I don't know. I'll, we'll get we'll get caught up on everything eventually, you know. But yeah, it's just tough yeah. right now.
0: You know who's having a tough week as well? Who? Carl Anthony Towns. He's yeah. going to be out four to six weeks. Yeah, he was on your fantasy team, too. Huh? He was not. He's not on mine. Oh, he's okay. on a he different was. different fantasy team on our league. He is out four to six weeks. And the Timberwolves are struggling. I mean, everyone expected them to be better. Yeah. They're struggling. They're not gelling. So now you take a player out of the equation. Maybe that helps. Maybe it doesn't.
1: Yeah, what's going on I with them? Know. Like I thought they were going to be so good. And they... they... They were so good. They made the play-in last year, you know, and then they made some good trades. We thought were good trades, but it's well, not turning out very
0: good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, can they pull it together? Maybe, maybe not. It's It certainly doesn't look good right now. Not looking better. He's going to be out. He'll be out for the rest of this calendar year. He'll be back sometime in January. But a lot of players returned from injury. James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. Have both missed significant time. I think Kawhi was out two weeks. Harden was out, shoot, almost a month. Yeah, He's back on the court. And he had a good game tonight, I believe. Good. Today is Monday. I say it as a question. Today's Monday? <laughs> Today's Monday, December 5th. We are recording this in the night. There are some games going on. I know, Ronnie, you said you were watching the Suns score as the Mavericks beat up on the Suns.
1: Yeah, they're down by 22 right now. Suns are.
0: The Sixers lost actually tonight to the Rockets. So, whoa, what's up with maybe, the Rockets?
1: That's their second win in uh,
0: a row, then, right? They're supposed to be tanking. What are they doing? They won. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It looks like it's an overtime. I, oh, okay. I thought it was over. It's an overtime. But James Harden, 48 minutes on his game, <laughs> first wow. game back from injury. Hey, we need you to play 48 minutes. Okay. Well, uh, that's insane. Well, he's rested <laughs> for a month
1: sucks. anyway, so I mean, he he could well,
0: do it. <laughs> yeah, the whole whole. Point of conditioning. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it's cool to play a player that's often injured for 48 minutes.
1: <laughs> I mean, does he really run that much anyways? I mean, he he really doesn't. He just kind of walks up the ball yeah, he, he's, there. he's not a husband. That's true.
0: But it's still still yeah. you know. Uh Chris Middleton, TJ Warren, Bogdan Bogdanovic all made their season debuts this week. Chris Middleton in that game against the Lakers made his season debut and then he took the next night off, which I kind of made me laugh. But he's he was playing again tonight. TJ Warren, Bogdan Bogdanovic for the Hawks, both back on the court. Good to see those guys healthy. Good to see them playing some basketball. You, you know, you you want to beat a team when they're at their best. Having players healthy makes teams their best. So yeah, this, excited to see those guys. Chris Middleton I took in like the fifth round in fantasy. I thought he'd be back sooner. I was waiting for this day. So I'm celebrating his return. Yeah, to the this is
1: going to make the NBA a lot more exciting to watch now, too, with these these other players, too. So that, this is really cool. I'm glad to see everybody back. A lot of good players, I should say.
0: Yeah, a lot of players are come back. A lot of players still hurt. You know, we mentioned Car- Carl Anthony Towns. We, we still have a lot of guys on the injury list, but yep. it's good to see people getting healthy. The All-Star break will be in February. I think that's a good chance for some guys to take some extended rest because the basketball All-Star game is just more like an exhibition. It's not... It's not real. Yeah. Unless Kobe's playing. <laughs> Kobe took Kobe goes a little too serious <laughs> right. sometimes, but Yeah, we still got a while before uh, that comes
1: up. I think that's in February, but yep,
0: it, Yeah, it's going to be mid-February it's, typically. It's going to show All-Star up game sooner and, so. than we know. Yeah, it's, uh, we're already getting close. To, we're going to start talking about the Christmas Day games again. We we talked about those when the schedule first came out, but they're right around the corner, so Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Time Christmas is Day if if you're not familiar with the Christmas Day games on basketball Thanksgiving is typically, you know, they have the three NFL games. That's that's their spotlight. Christmas Day is the same for the NBA. They typically pick some of the best matchups, most entertaining matchups for Christmas Day. Doesn't always work out that way, uh, but that's the goal when they make that schedule. Now, Christmas is on a Sunday this year, so yes. they're going to have to share the spotlight with the NFL, which I'm sure they're not excited about. <laughs> uh, NFL just typically dominates the NBA, but... Still be some good matchups. I'm looking forward to seeing some of those Christmas Day matchups. Uh, but we're going to be talking a little bit more about some games I'm excited about this week in just a minute. But let's first talk about the viral video of Steph Curry making was it five full court shots <laughs> yeah. with ease. Did you see that video? Yeah, they showed
1: on ESPN, and I, I, I believe it. You know, because I'm I'm watching it, and it looked really good. And it's Curry, of course. You know, but. I don't know. Yeah. From yeah. after you reviewed it, what, what do you think?
0: <laughs> it's fake. The, the, the there's several people that have come out and said that it's fake, and it. I could have believed one. Maybe I could have believed two. Yeah. But to make five full court shots, it's just like okay, he's not. He's not playing NBA Jam on fire. <laughs> he's he's wearing street clothes and just kind of haphazardly throwing the ball. So I read a couple of things on this. It's it's pretty much confirmed that it's fake or, or it's believed to be fake. More so than, than it's real. What somebody speculation is that the only thing that's real was Steph and the ball rack. Everything else was CG'd around him. So he just threw the ball up and the way that the angles slowly adjusted, it just happened to have the ball go through. None of it was real. And they say that right when he leaves the arena, there like it blurs or, or jumps for just a quick second and that's when it switched back to maybe the real stadium mm. of him leaving so it was it was confirmed fake and then i think you asked the question we were talking about for that why would you even bother to yeah. take that and i think the answer is just because they wanted people to know about the sports interview or sports illustrated interview and because that was the headline that i saw steph curry hits five full court shots after sports illustrated interview right well, so uh, I know that he had an interview with Sports Interview, uh, Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Yeah. So it's kind of genius marketing. It is. I should really. name this episode like, uh, you know, JNR basketball with Steph Curry, and <laughs> just, <laughs> just because we're talking about Steph Curry, it's like he's on the show, right? Yeah. And and, and to get people to talk about, it. I mean, why not? That's that's basically what they did here. It's fake. It's all fake to get attention. And that's not right.
1: Well, I guess I'm going to go out and record myself now and make him some full-court shots and be like, I, I made yeah. these right after I recorded our JNR basketball podcast.
0: Yeah, perfect. Kyrie Irving, we talked about this last time. He is, Nike has suspended their deal. They have completely washed their hands with Kyrie Irving now. No more Nike shoes for Kyrie Irving, which I guess <laughs> it was a pretty popular shoe. I was trying to think the last time I bought a basketball shoe. I'm, I'm an old man now. But I want to say – i alan iverson's shoe that was a long time ago but i i think those those were the shoes i was partial to yeah. did you ever buy uh shoes i have never basketball owned a,
1: a basketball player's shoe you know? i just i never cared to do that you know for one they're super overpriced yeah. and and two yeah. it's just like i don't know i'm just i'm not into that fashion stuff i'm not into like showing people like look at what i bought yeah i got all this money and everything i just <laughs> i don't know i buy functional shoes and the ones that i did care about that i bought they were really that were really cool. They were like these super light ones that made you made you jump like even higher. Like one of those type of shoes. It'll make you run faster, jump higher. They were called Nike Hyper Dunks. I still have those. And I, I played okay. basketball in those. They're really cool. They're, they have like carbon fiber in them and everything. They're one of my favorite ones. I
0: I bought the AI shoes because they look weird. And I went through that phase. You know, with that phase when you you're working, you still live at home. You're in high school and you have a part-time job. So like you have all of this disposable income. Yeah. Uh, I I think I well, I know you did a ton of work to your truck yeah. before it got stolen. Yeah. But I put in speakers into my car. I bought shoes. I bought a ton of food. And then you know the real world comes. You're like, man, I spent a lot of money on stupid stuff. <laughs> right. uh, so Kyrie's you won't be able to buy Kyrie's anymore. Nike's done with him. But that leaves the door open for Ja Morant. The rumor is Ja Morant and Nike are moving closer to the release of a new signature shoe, according to sources. That. They've been working on it for several, several months. So Kyrie's loss is Jaws gain, I guess. It sounds like they are working on it before then, but maybe they, they're going to rush it a little bit or or certainly they're going to put more marketing behind it because they lost one of their signature shoes. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. I, I've heard Kyrie's shoes are, are very comfortable, too, so I almost wanted to buy them. After I heard this, I heard a couple of people that were wearing them. They're like, they're yeah. one of my most comfortable pair of shoes. And I'm like, really? Like. So does do shoes like that become more expensive after this announcement, or do they become cheaper?
0: I would imagine that they become more expensive.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, but I wasn't sure because it's Kyrie and yeah, are people so actually going to want his shoe now? You know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think people are going to want it because it's a collector's never worn Kyrie's. Yeah, you can't even get them anymore. There's not going to be another edition, so I could see people that's what spending I was thinking silly too. money, yeah. to get those. Interesting. Uh, You mentioned mentioned this new story. Teams can now scout high school players again. Uh, They are changing the draft rules. You no longer have to be one year removed from high school to be drafted. I think it's going to have a really big negative impact on the NCAA. Top talent is going to go directly to the NBA because why not? Mm -hmm. Uh, So now teams are allowed to start scouting high school players. I think that's great. Uh, I know you recently got in trouble for scouting high school players, (laughs) but that was was something different. And I guess we can't talk about it until the trial. I was scouting the
1: high school cheerleaders.
0: (laughs) oh you perv no it's it is it was high profile events they can teams can now start sending scouts to look at those players and that makes sense if you're going to be drafting those players they need to be able to scout those players Uh, obviously you don't want them just like making a spectacle of it but some of those big AAU sort of tournaments that makes sense and that's the reason
1: that that was that rule was put in place right because of college you know so now we don't have to worry about that anymore
0: right so we'll see. We'll see what teams send who and and how often, and that's all going to take a little while to get figured out. I think, but teams teams will be at your local high school potentially. Yeah,
1: this starts beginning. It's mid December. It says NBA teams will be permitted to attend high profile events like okay. that. Oh, so. well, that's that's coming up really
0: soon. Yeah. So you mentioned this headline that Floyd Mayweather was. Interested in buying a basketball team, or he was offered the chance to buy a basketball yeah, team. I, says, I forget what word it says. He's ready used.
1: to put his money where his mouth is, and when it comes okay. to his desire to own an NBA franchise. So it said during a recent panel discussion, the boxing legend revealed he already made an offer for over two billion dollars for majority ownership of an unnamed NBA team. What do you and
0: think? We were thinking, yeah, it, it's got to be the Suns. It's got. There's be. no other NBA team that's for sale that I know of, right? Yeah, because all the the big cyber like situation Broncos and everything, and itself. yeah, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. I don't think Floyd Mayweather has two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money, and he spends stupid money. I, think I don't he think he has, he has that much liquid cash.
1: I I think I mean they he said he made the offer, so where where do you think he got it from? Yeah, well, he would get he
0: would get. If it's two billion dollars, he just needs. Oh god, I don't know. Just get some investors. I don't know. Yeah. I I just would be blown away if he has a two billion dollars just liquid that he can that could just buy a team with. But who knows? I don't know. That would be weird. A
1: lot of things about Floyd. Do you think he would be a good replacement for Sarver?
0: No. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, you know. Here, I guess. Uh, maybe. I If he I, just is the money and shows up to take pictures and yada yada yada. If he actually tries to get involved. He he's not a smart man, yeah. and I don't know if it's because of of the damage that boxing has put on his head, but he is barely literate. Like all the beatings so, that he took, it just kind of made him a little. Yeah, special. Yeah, I mean, CTE is is real, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's certainly he's he's taken a beating on that. He's a great boxer, probably one of the best, if not the best boxer, arguably the best boxer. But he is not, and I mean, I wouldn't want him as my teammate on like Jeopardy or, or something like that. I, I don't think he, <laughs> he has a lot going on there. So as long as he's not saying, you know what, I'm going to be the GM too. And then it'd be like, Oh God, right. this is going to be terrible. Uh, so as long as he's just, the, the you know, I love the owners that are not involved. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to hire basketball people to run my basketball team. I'm going to sign the checks. I'm going to uh, sit in my fancy box and watch the games and hopefully win a championship. And uh, you know that's, that, those are the owners I want for my team. I don't yeah. want. I don't want ones involved. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I I don't want Floyd either. I don't know what he knows about basketball. I've heard some bad things about him in the past too. You know, just some bad stories. So I I don't want him as an owner. Just because you have money, just doesn't mean you should spend it on an NBA team and not well, my NBA no. team. Yeah,
0: that's true. If you have money, you can basically do whatever you know, want. It seems, but yeah, he he. I don't. I would not be excited. Is there someone that you would be excited Larry like, Fitzgerald. Like announced? Larry, I don't think Larry. I mean, I know Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have a lot sort of money, <laughs> but he could certainly be involved. He is a part owner of the Suns, a very small part, uh, obviously not majority owner, but Larry Fitzgerald would be one just because of the, the Phoenix sports legend.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, what were you thinking though? sounded like you had someone in mind.
0: I would love it if, like, way out here, like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill <laughs> put their money together to become the owner of the Suns, and like, I just think that'd be kind of funny. They, they have Weed Night then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Suns' mascot. You know, we talked about the grill last time. Yeah. it's not going to be a grill anymore. It's just going to be like a, a marijuana league exactly. or Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple games I was looking at this weekend, and I was I was trying to think who my lock of the week would be. Um, uh, I was torn between the Suns versus the Rockets on Friday and the Bucks versus the Lakers. So, me and in my infinite wisdom, I just said I'll I'll parlay both of those teams. They nice. so both they're both going to win, <laughs> and they both lost. The Suns <laughs> lost to the Rockets. It was. It's sad the, the team that's been accused of actively trying to tank beat you. You really have to question your 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 choices there. I, why does the this Bucks happen all the time? it's every time the Suns
1: are first team, first place in the West. They are playing against the last team in the whole NBA, and we lose against them by one point. I don't get it. Yeah,
0: it's got to be coaching at that point because clearly the talent level is one sided. It's gotta be that the coaches aren't taking it seriously. Now, Greg Popovich is a oh, that's he's not even that was the Spurs we lost to with Pop. Yeah, I don't know who the Rocket's head coach is. <laughs> yeah. But that's not a game you should lose. Looking at the Bucks and the Lakers, and you well, say with the Sons of the Rockets, you watched this game, mm-hmm. was it close? Was it not close?
1: Yeah, it was close. We were I mean, we had a chance throughout the whole entire time, you know, but I don't know why it was close during the whole entire game, you know. So, except yeah. for the last part, the last quarter when Houston scored thirty six and we only scored twenty five, so Houston came back to beat us. So uh, by, uh, it was just frustrating. So I guess in the first quarter, I mean, it was so there was like a ten point difference. It was twenty seven to thirty six in the first quarter, and then they kind of like stayed like that for a while. But then the fourth quarter, Rockets came back and won it. It's
0: frustrating. Frustrating. Those are the sort of games at the end of the season you look at and say. We should have won that one. We yeah. should have won that one. We should have won that one. We should have won, won those three games, and that that three games, and that would have made us a seed higher. Yeah, we that have had, we would have gave us home court. court or, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's frustrating. Devin uh, Booker the versus the Lakers. Oh, Devin Booker in that I'm game. Sorry, he scored ahead. forty-one points still too, and we we still couldn't win with yes, that. Yes, yeah, forty-one points in a loss. Yeah, frustrating. Wah, wah. <laughs> I watched the Bucks versus the Lakers uh, after I saw the Sun. I was like, I'm not watching that dumpster fire of a game. Uh, I was shocked that the Lakers won this. They played some really, really good basketball. We're going to talk a little bit more about Anthony Davis in just a second. He was playing out of his mind. Uh, Lonnie Walker, he didn't have, a, he scored 14 points, but those 14 points were like daggers. Every single yep. one of them. It was imp- impressive the way they shut down the Bucks. And this, we mentioned Chris Middleton was back. This was his first game back. He looked a little rusty, but not, not really. He was playing good basketball. It was just, blown away that the lakers could could take it to this team and, and they absolutely did and they're playing significantly better basketball than they did at the start of the season i think when they played this game they were 8 and 12 uh, as of right now they're 10 and 12 so they are continuing to win games you know we 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 both said we expect them to make the playoffs they're certainly playing like a playoff team right now they got to make up some ground did you did you say they were gonna they make could, the playoffs? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both said they were going to okay, make the
1: Okay, because I know I did for sure. yeah. I, I thought you were a little, like, I didn't think you... Oh, no. I didn't think the you Clippers, said that. The
0: Clippers, were- I, I said, we're not going to make the playoffs. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. No, but I, 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 they're playing better basketball. They need to make up some ground to to be a playoff team. Uh, looking ahead, I think they can pass some of these teams that are ahead of them. But, man, the West is good. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 an uphill battle for sure, but... You gotta start by winning basketball games. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what they're doing here.
1: Same thing on So those
0: were the games that I would have picked as the lock of the week, and I <laughs> <laughs> both of them blew up in my face. Yeah.
1: So. I was gonna say Yay! same thing on the other side on the east side. So Brooklyn, you know, they they were starting off crappy like the Lakers were, but they tur- they turned their season around and they're winning a bunch of games now, so they're
0: they're coming up too. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It's just amazing how how quickly things can turn around yeah. and head the right direction. You know, the the seventy sixers they started off 0 for three, I think. Now, you know, they're they're above five hundred now. So yeah. just just gotta start playing it's a long season, probably a little bit too long of a season, but you just gotta just gotta work your way through it. In fact, you do uh, you wanna uh, go over the 76ers player of the Shoes and Rockets yeah, I just want to say the 76 of the Rockets are now in double overtime. Yeah. So Jeez. that's funny. How many overtimes yeah, do they do the before week? they do a
1: tie game? Or do they do tie games I don't in think the they NBA?
0: do it. I don't think they... No, no, they don't do a tie game in the NBA. You play till there's a winner. Yeah,
1: even, if even after yeah. three, huh? They just Everybody fouls go.
0: out, you got to... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, players of the week. Uh, we we talked about, like I said, we talked about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is the player of the week of the West. He just had two absolutely dominant games. His last two games actually were... Super, super dominant. I just minimized that window. But I got here it. Here we go. He had 55 points against the Wizards on December 4th. This Bucks game that I was talking about, 44 points, 10 rebounds, three blocks. He's just been absolutely dominant. And when you pair that with LeBron James and you Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, they're just clicking on all cylinders right now. And it's it's it was actually really, really fun to watch. I'm not a Lakers fan. I've been hurt by the Lakers so many times <laughs> yeah. in my basketball fandom career, but man, it looks like they're having fun out there. And I love seeing Russ off the bench and playing with a lot of heart.
1: So I secretly do like Anthony Davis though. I hate LeBron James.
0: I don't care too much about Westbrook, but
1: I, I do appreciate Anthony Davis a lot.
0: So So hate's a strong word, Ronnie. Uh, we don't we <laughs> tell our kids not to use the word hate. No, you that, could say strongly dislike, but what <laughs> Why do you hate LeBron James?
1: Uh, He's a real big douche. Um, He's really fake. And um, I just don't like how he treats other people, really. Especially the Suns. But yeah, hey, Anthony Davis, he averaged 37.8 points for that week. 13 rebounds, 3.3 blocks. And yeah, the Lakers were 3-1 that week. And then going on to Kevin Durant, he averaged 33 points per game. Seven rebounds. So Kevin Durant
0: was the east yes. uh player of the week. Yeah, 5.5 yes, 5 assist and they
1: won 3 out of their one or I'm sorry, they were 3 and 1 for that week for player of the week. So good job Kevin Durant too. Both him and Anthony Davis, like, they're like veterans of the league, you know, they're getting older. Get
0: Durant, he's really old, but look at him going. You know, both of these guys. Say what you will about Kevin Durant. He's kind of a weird dude. The burner bird Twitter account that he has and he's he plays basketball really really well. Yep. Exactly. And the nets the nets are uh they're a better team with An- uh with Anthony Davis these are two they're guys they're a better team with Kevin Durant on the court yeah
1: these are two guys when they're on the court you could barely stop them you know I and mean, they're pretty much going to do whatever they want and you all you could do is just try to slow them down you know it's going to be cool yeah. to see these guys go up against each other as long as they're healthy in the
0: all-star games so i wanted to do a segment called hot or not and when i pitched this to you you immediately replied back Kelly Oubre, he's <laughs> beautiful eyes. And I was like, no, no, Ronnie. That's not at all what I mean.
1: <laughs> that's a sexy man so, right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I meant was, what are, what are some teams or players that are playing hot and you seem less interested after that, but that's okay. But, uh, and then some players that are not. So let, let's, you know, we, we mentioned him already. Kelly Oubre is one that you did want to talk about even after after I clarified. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Kelly Oubre, he's, he's of the Charlotte Hornets. He is getting extra playing time with, with LaMelo Ball being hurt, and uh, he's making the most of it. Yeah,
1: the thing about him is that he's flying under the radar. Pe- people people don't really appreciate his game too much because he plays for a crappy team, you know, but he's averaging, like, he he's plays almost 40 minutes a night, and he's getting, like, he he's definitely getting over 20 points a game, but it's, his average is about, like, 25. I'm, like, doing the math in my head. It's, like, 20, 24 points. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Per game. So, uh, I don't know. He's just, like,
0: a really so, good yeah, player. Yeah, I, I but, have his stats up here. But he's averaging twenty points this season. His career, he only averages twelve.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's just under the radar. Good, uh, but man, that guy,
0: his eyes—those are beautiful eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked Anthony Davis. He has a beautiful unibrow. Oh. <laughs> We've already talked about some of his stats, but he's just been playing so so well. Yeah, he's just he's he's on fire right now. He's probably the hottest player in the NBA. Uh, Definitely from. a scoring perspective uh you mentioned Jeremy grant jeremy grant of the portland trailblazers yes.
1: used to be for the detroit pistons but unfortunately they got rid of why did yeah, they, they, they get rid of them. this guy i don't know if the if portland like unlocked his potential or what but this is another player who's been flying under the radar i'm looking at his points and he's he's averaging
0: like 30 points a game i have not watched a lot of portland basketball so right. i have not seen him play this season but yeah his stats this is his best season from a points perspective
1: i don't know if it was detroit that was slowing him down or maybe the coaching was as good or maybe he's just this is you know he's he's been in a league for a few
0: years now so he's just kind of used to things but well he's 28 yeah this is his eighth year in the career yeah eighth eighth year in the (laughs) career this is his eighth year in the league and yes sometimes you just find a coach that you don't jive with um and, and that's causes your production to drop speaking of not jiving with your coach my not player right now is trey young him and nate mcmillan apparently had a misunderstanding yeah i don't know what happened with this yeah tell me what happened so yeah he he basically missed a shoot around because he wanted to go get some treatment for his shoulder but i guess it was either construed to the coach or told the head coach that he doesn't want to participate in shoot-around. So he wasn't happy about that. So he basically said, either you're here at shoot-around or you're not playing the next game. And Trey Young's like, well, then I'm not playing the next game. So he sat out that game against the, the Nuggets, I think. Mm. And then somebody leaked it to the media. and It, it sounds like it, it's a bigger deal than it actually it, – it's not as big a deal as it actually is, I should say. Yeah. It just sounds like there was a miscommunication – And somebody leaked it to the media, and you know he played tonight, thirty-seven minutes, twenty-three points. Terrible shooting night though six six for nineteen from the field. Ooh, that's not good. I like I like hearing that. That's cool. (laughs) You like hearing him sucking his shooting.
1: Good job, Trey. Keep it up. Keep up the good work.
0: (laughs) So Nate McMillan was upset that this was leaked to the media, and he he talks about it here. I'm not going to read his quote verbatim, but there's things that happen. Over the course of a season on a bus, on a plane, in hotels, you these guys are spending a lot of time together, tempers are gonna flare, words are gonna be exchanged, that should never end up in the media, that should never end up outside of that building. And you just think about like moments inside of your house. There's certainly some moments where you're not your proudest moments, either yeah. as, as a husband or as a dad or as a person. I would hate for somebody to be, oh, did you see what, what he did and releasing that? So I, I kinda understand yeah, right. his frustration there. But you also have to recognize basketball is a billion dollar sport. There's our podcast is dedicated to basketball, and yeah. there's hundreds of podcasts out there. There's shows, there's websites. All of this stuff is you know as much basketball information as possible. Any sort of information, they're going to consume it. They're gonna they're gonna put it out there. So you can't really blame them. Uh, but it reminds me of the 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 Warriors situation. Obviously, that was much worse. Where Draymond punched Jordan Poole. that normally is handled in house. But somebody leaked the video footage, and it became it became a big deal. This is certainly not as as big of a deal as that. There was no physical altercation, but it's one of those things that probably 10, 20 years ago they would never you'd never hear about it. You had a couple people listed as your not, yeah. You so mine, so
1: I, I could actually use some fantasy advice too on this guy because I have him on my fantasy team, and he's sucking it up right now. Rudy Gobert, what happened to him? Like so, he, for the season, yeah, he's ranked forty eighth right now, but this week it dropped all the way down to 179 he's like and he's playing like i don't i don't get what's going on with this guy like the last game he played 6 points 4 rebounds the game before that 9 points 1 rebound 1 rebound for rudy well, i don't understand like is he hurt or something like what what's going on with them what do i do should i should i drop him or hold on to
0: him or Oh, you you definitely don't drop him. You maybe you can trade him, but your your hope is that he turns it around and and they turn it around altogether with 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 what they're doing here. He uh, December third only played nine minutes. He was ejected from that game for tripping, which is like a hockey penalty. Yeah, that's right. He did like a leg sweep. So that's why he only played nine minutes. Six points. He had four rebounds in those nine minutes. So yeah, that that one rebound game. I I almost wonder, is he sending a message?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, what's going on in Minnesota? Do you remember that
0: game where LeBron refused to shoot the ball and he just passed it? I don't. Because he was trying to send a message. What message was that? There was a game that he's not going to be carrying this team. it, It takes more than just him. So he just passed the ball, which I get it, but... There are times where you had the best shot. Yeah. (laughs) Take those shots. Right. You don't have to put the team on your back to prove your point. But yeah, he just passed the ball every single time. So what's Rudy Uh, doing by sending a message
1: by not grabbing rebounds then?
0: That no one is is helping doing the dirty work in the lane. Everyone's on the perimeter except for him. Hmm. And maybe he's upset about that. Yeah, because before that,
1: that he was like 17 rebounds, 16 rebounds.
0: Yeah. I wonder, is that the game where Carl Anthony Towns got hurt? November 30th it might be maybe yeah, I think somewhere so. around there the game before maybe I'm not sure exactly what game but maybe part of it is crap we need to we need to adjust our game plan and I, I don't know that the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach is that good to adjust it on the fly yeah but they gotta figure something out because they they made a big like you said they made big moves this off season. if it doesn't pay out you look like an idiot you gave yeah. them a ton of draft capital
1: they don't seem like they have a good coach with their record. I mean, God, what, what did it go down to? I think yeah. they have a losing record now. Yeah, they're 11-12. and 12. Yeah, they do. So another player, Fred Van Fleet, too. So this is another player that's owned by pretty much everybody in the league. But he's, his season rank is uh, 93rd. But then, he yeah, had this week where it dropped all the way down to, uh, where was he? he? 151st, too. So he's hurting a lot of fantasy owners, too. What do you do about him? Do you drop him or do you hold on to him because he's he had like 23 fantasy points last game 24 but before that it was 17 and 14 so you think he's gonna bounce back or i don't know
0: i think he'll bounce back once they get healthy they're not healthy there yet and i think that certainly plays plays a role i'd have to look at all of his games this season yeah i could do that if i click this button last game he scored eight points seven
1: rebounds three assists two blocks that's pretty good for a point guard
0: yeah. When you look at his ooh, yeah, I don't there was a spell in November where he was playing really good basketball. 30, 27, 32, 15, 23, 15, yeah. 26, 13. So he's certainly capable of scoring points, but yeah, he's he's struggling right now. I think you for him it's easy, you ride the slump. You've seen what he can deliver. Uh you know, looking at his 32-point game, uh, uh three rebounds, four assists, not great four steals Ooh. but <laughs> it's that's i would take that fantasy production it's, but yeah he, he's he's in a he's he's in a, he's in a slump right now yeah. it's okay and look he still him.
1: has like 38 minutes per game but like then you look yeah. at this game like november 30th where he scored two points and you're just like what are you doing like it's got to be so frustrating for fantasy owners to see like those 30 point games and then two
0: <laughs> that's yeah i would not have him as a starter i would have him as just hey Everyone's off today, so you're going to play. Yeah, that, uh, until he gets out of the slump. And I, I would almost, uh, I'd be hard. It's hard to do that with Rudy Gobert because I, I have more confidence he'll bounce back. But maybe, maybe you start thinking about that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Last guy was C.J. McCollum. I remember you picked this guy. You know when when he played. You know when he he ended yeah. up not playing. But he saw so his season rank is 67th. But he chopped down in the last seven days. 211th in the last seven days. He's just not doing anything right now. Do you hold on to this guy, or do you finally chop him? Because last, I I hold on
0: to him as well, really? just because. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. When you look at the, his his stats, haven't been great. Yes, he is coming back from injury, so his last he's played two True. games since he's been injured. Before then, he was averaging double digit points. Sometimes you know he had a thirty point game, November fifteenth, nine assists. He's he's gonna get you points, but. Zion's going to get hurt. Brandon Ingram's going to get hurt. At some point, those guys are going to be on the IL. Ingram is hurt. So yeah. then then you, you're going to get more from CJ McCollum at that point in time. Yeah, possibly. No, no. It's going to happen.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just a complete change. I, I thought he was one of the better players on the team, but he's not proving it at all. So it's just kind of weird to see that, too. And again, he's one of yeah. those other players that
0: he's owned by everybody. So
1: yeah, just interesting to see these guys going down there
0: struggling I mean, we, we all struggle you you have car problems yeah. and sick kids right you're struggling <laughs> yeah, right? if you're look at your stats for this week they're going to be down people are going to be asking what's wrong with ronnie why should i bench him <laughs> yeah and your wife's gonna be like yes please bench him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i guess your point is don't panic just hold on to your guys you know and don't they'll panic. eventually come back and play good for you but yeah. will they i don't know will they so, right. so i think you're saying like do do what i say you know just hold on to your fantasy team's let them the let them get some team chemistry going, right? And so that way they'll eventually play play, yeah. play good together. As long as you keep the team together. But me, I'm I, I'm all about chopping the with guys. Rudy
0: Gobert, with Rudy Gobert, I might wait till he has a string of good games and then try to unload him.
1: Yeah, because
0: you're going to expect like a, another yeah. down week Crater. sometime. Yeah, and at some point this team's going to implode <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the way that they're playing. Yeah. So who would have thought Patrick Beverly was the clue that held that team together?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know Let's what? talk about it's, hot teams it's probably, and not teams. Uh-oh. I don't, I uh-oh. Don't think it's, Ronnie's digging it up. <laughs> I don't think it's because I of bet Beverly. I Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dude, can we talk about that game real quick? We, we didn't get a chance to watch that. Did we? Oh, no. We already talked about him pushing Aiton in the back, right? Yeah, we talked about All right, that. never mind. Okay, so I didn't want to talk about it anyway. So I think the reason maybe the Lakers are doing better is because Schroeder is healthy and he's actually playing instead of Beverly so much. So remember I was saying Schroeder, you know, he did really good in the FIBA yeah. league. So. Um, now that he's back, they they've been winning games ever since he came back. So maybe that's the key. Not Beverly. Get that. out of A lot of your guys head.
0: playing good basketball. They have Reeves playing good basketball. Except yeah. like Lonnie Walker hit some big shots in that game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Russ coming off the bench is is a good fit yep. for that team. And Schroeder <laughs> being the last. Let's talk last about team. teams that are hot. Sure. Not Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> and there are four teams. Well. the the, before tonight's slate of games (laughs) there are four teams that the last 10 games are eight and two the celtics the suns the lakers and the pelicans all eight and two the suns got beat up by the mavericks tonight it is hard to win eight games out of ten these teams are hot right now they are winning a lot of games the celtics are first in the east the suns and pelicans are first and second in the west respectively we've already talked about the lakers they're playing some good basketball Uh, they're they're climbing up that that chart there they're gonna be they're gonna be in the top 10 before you know it as long as those guys can stay healthy those teams are hot Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that is such a good combination Uh, Al Horford we haven't talked about him he's gonna miss some time which really puts a damper on you know them down low because Robert Williams is still out now Horford is out gonna see how they rebound from that uh, specifically with rebounds mm-hmm. but they're playing really really well there's a reason they're the best team in the east and they're well on their way of, of doing that again this year um that is why i'm excited to watch this weekend or actually wednesday the celtics versus the suns wednesday december 7th this could very well be a finals preview i'm excited to watch that i wish the celtics were at full strength but it's still going to be a fun game to watch that is my those are my hot team's Roddy, I think you probably have similar hot teams. Anything you want to add? I didn't pick any hot teams, but I am looking forward
1: to this game a lot too. It's Suns are at
0: home too, so
1: heck yeah, let's we're definitely going to have to watch that game together too, you know. Yeah, for sure. That'll be a fun one.
0: Fo show. Sure.
1: I like the Pelicans too. They they they've won their last 4 games in a row. They don't have Brandon Ingram right now, but Zion is carrying the team right now, so that's no surprise to me that the Pelicans are doing so well. You know, I predicted them to win the championship, but they finally like yeah. meshed well together and they finally are getting their act together and winning games. So
0: good for them. They're, they're first and second. And if you look at the coaching tree, Willie green, the head coach of the Pelicans was an assistant under Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. So you, you can kind of see that in their style of coaching and everything. And it's just been effective. So kudos to both of those coaches for, for getting two very different teams uh, at the top of, of their conferences. Yep, Exactly. Let's talk about not teams. There's a couple here. The Lakers oh – or wait, not the Lakers. <laughs> the Magic are 1-9. and nine. They've lost eight in a row. The Spurs are 0-10 these last 10 games. They've lost 11 in a row. The Rockets, the Magic, and Detroit are all on pace to be the bottom four for the third straight year. Nice. I Yeah. Uh, Gosh, that sucks. <laughs> that, uh, you hate it when your team is the worst team, but to be one of the worst teams for three years in a row, the whole the whole idea of basketball and the, and the draft system is to promote parity, mm-hmm. so that these teams can, you know, they all have similar payrolls. Obviously, some teams go into luxury tax, some teams don't, but the parity is missing when you're in the bottom for three years in a row. And you know the Suns have been there. we certainly feel the pain that these guys have. The magic had the first overall pick. Paolo Banchero is has missed time for injuries. Bobo is playing great basketball. I think they're better than their record dictates There's a lot of close games there, yeah, but at the end of the day you're losing these games. you gotta start winning those. Your fan base yeah just it's rough. You you remember the down years for the Suns, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I continue to watch them. They continue to support them too, you know, but it it was tough, you know, yeah. very frustrating times and yeah, I, I feel for the Orlando Magic fans and the the Spurs fans especially too, you know, cuz they had such a great past years, you know, and uh yeah, they're yeah. they're just And they
0: traded all those pieces really and crappy. they have a lot of draft capital. Yeah. So, that, I guess of those teams, so let's say the Spurs, the Rockets, the Magic and the Pistons, I would have the most faith in the Spurs turning it around simply because they have a lot of draft capital and they have a front office that's proven to have been successful for for generations decades so if, if anyone's going to pull it together I feel like it's going to be the Spurs of those teams not this year the Spurs don't get, don't care about this year mm-hmm. I think that's pretty obvious which I don't no, if any of these other teams are going to be able to,
1: there's one of these teams. I forget which which team it was, but one of these. It's either Houston or Orlando. They have like potentially like they're going to have five seven footers on a team. If one of these teams becomes, <laughs> um if one of them the, gets the Wumbo Nyana pick, yeah, yeah, because I, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm looking That's, at Orlando it, it right now. I, I just found three seven footers, so yeah, I, I think it's Orlando. That's insane. Imagine that. Like, just starting all five of your seven-footers. And it's weird that, like, Orlando, team. too, you know, they got the first-round draft pick, but they're still last place, and, you know, it just goes to show you, even if you get their first round, it doesn't mean you're going to be automatically good. Like, everybody thinks it's going to happen with Victor. but um, And yeah. it didn't happen with the Suns either, too, you know? When we first got Aiton, we, we had Aiton and Booker for a year or two before we actually started winning games. Several years,
0: yep. It takes time, for sure. It's just, I think everyone has this expectation of. I mean, let's let's be honest. When LeBron came into the league, he changed all of that perception of the number one overall pick because he was so dominant. Yeah, and everyone wants that. I mean, why wouldn't you want that? That's, yeah, that quick That's what around. you dream yeah. of when you get the first pick and he turns your, your franchise around. And you, that's that's such a needle in a haystack that it's it's tough to to really compare that. Yeah,
1: I think there were some other pieces that went along with that team, like, but. We'll have to go back and look at the first round draft pick when, when he was picked, the year that he was picked, and then look at the team they had surrounding him, too, because when you look at the Suns... Well, oh, they had a terrible
0: team, though. When, when LeBron was first
1: picked? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we need to see who else was on a team, because I don't remember. I remember when the Suns first got Aiton, we just had a crappy team. Like, there was nobody good. And everybody was hurt. Anybody that was even average got hurt. You're looking it up? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not curious. really. I'm curious. But it's okay, you don't have to. But yeah, I'm just, just
0: looking. I'm just looking at some of these overall first round picks on here, right? Yeah, uh, and and you know, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, Andrew Bogut. Bogut, that was a bust. Uh, I don't even know who this dude is. From Toronto Raptors in 2006, Andrea Bargnani. Yeah, I
1: don't know who that is either.
0: No idea. Greg Oden, obviously he had the knee injury. Derek Rose, yeah, Derek Rose is pretty good. Blake Griffin, John Wall, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, There's a bus, <laughs> Uh Zion, Anthony Edwards. So th- there's a great example. The Timberwolves, 2015, 2020, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and they're still you know, that's Scheduling. those are two first round picks overall, yeah. and those are two all-stars, and you're you're still struggling. So it's hard. It's hard to build a good basketball team. So in some ways there is parity. But man, it's, it sucks when you see the same teams in the playoffs every year.
1: You know what I want to see is I want to see a team trade a first round draft pick. Like after they draft them, then just trade them for like three other really good players. Like good players, you know, not just crap people. I hate when they trade for like five other crappy players. Like what's the point of doing that, you know? But well,
0: you have the salary matching in the NBA, yeah. which makes it hard because rookies typically don't make You'd it. You'd, it'd be tough to do that.
1: I always thought that with the Arizona Cardinals when they first got Kyler Murray. I was like, just don't keep him on the team. Just just trade him for some good offensive linemen, you know? And then, like, you could pick up a yeah. quarterback later on because there's so many in the league. But I want to see that in the in More like in the Kyler NBA. Murray.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, it's it's the big difference between the NFL and the NBA is there's a 53-man roster mm-hmm. in the NFL. There's, you know, 12 in the NBA. So all of those guys are important to trade one player for three. Well, you might not have space for three players. Well,
1: you don't even know how the first the round is going to day. end up on your team either, too. You know, so why not trade yeah, for? No, no, I know
0: you don't. But that's that's the dream, right? That's that's the beauty of the draft is that a new season starting, we're picking up new players that are going to change the tide of our franchise. But I'm
1: saying let the other team deal with that crap because you kind of see how it works out for Orlando and the Suns, you know, at, at the beginning. But then you could get players right away who have established themselves in a league yeah. and have a really good team and the right away. They just
0: used to do that. They used to always trade their draft picks back when Dantoni was here. Yeah. And a lot of teams do. So I think teams do I mean, look at the Lakers. They don't have any draft picks. Right. And they built a team with that, right? The Anthony Davis trade and the Russell Westbrook trade. It's just it's there's good and bad that comes with that, because ultimately injuries are the great equalizer. Yep.
1: Yeah, they won a championship when LeBron first got there, but uh Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. It's been kind of crappy since.
0: You know, mathematically speaking, no teams have been eliminated from the postseason <laughs> from making the postseason. So you never know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, we saw Golden what State. You happen.
1: know, they were last that one year and then won the championship a couple years yep. after. So yeah, you just keep that team together.
0: Keep those teams together. The Golden State Warriors are the worst team. In the West, on the road, they're 2-10 and away games.
1: So, yeah, the Lakers started winning their road games now, so that changed. But Golden State's now the worst. Interesting.
0: It is interesting. Ronnie, what games are you looking forward to this week? We already talked about the Celtics and the Suns as a potential NBA Finals preview. What else has got you going? Ooh. (laughs) Well,
1: let me take a little gander here. But so you want me to choose? While you're
0: taking a gander, no, no, no. That's you take a gander. You let it simmer. Any game? Wh- talk what dates about, though? What what do I need? I, I don't. Ronnie, up to Ronnie, Friday. I don't care. Anything. Whatever okay. game you want. Anything. Go ahead, my friend. You talk it's, first. It's up to you. Look. I looked at the schedule, and these games jumped out at me: Suns versus the Pelicans. I loved watching that playoff series last year. They play each other on Friday, December 9th, and on Sunday, December eleventh, which I thought was kind of fun. They're going to be in New Orleans for two games. Friday and Sunday. Uh, That's, again, very well could be a playoff preview. Right now, these teams are number one and number two in the West. I'm looking forward to that. The other game I'm looking forward to is the Mavericks at the Bulls, Saturday, December 10th. This is a second game of a back-to-back for the Mavs, they played the Bucks the night before, so you know that that could be a good game. So, assuming they play everybody, they're not doing this resting thing. I think these teams are pretty comparable to each other. Both playoff teams last year both have some really, really good pieces, and then both have some weaknesses at other parts of the game. So, I, uh, you know, Luca versus DeMar Rosen, I think the Bulls are a better team. I would guess that the Bulls would win this again injuries and, and rest all all things aside but it, it should be in my opinion a pretty good game Mavs will be tired the Bulls will be rested but both of these teams are are middle of the pack playoff teams in, in my opinion
1: okay I like those picks I found one so December 7th their Pacers are gonna a
0: day that will live in infamy <laughs> go ahead the
1: Pacers are gonna go play the Timberwolves and the Pacers were on a really good pace. You know, they're one of the better teams ah, in the league.
0: I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't even do you that. Didn't on did see purpose. what you did there, did you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, all of a sudden they just kind of dropped off. You know, they're just, they're no good anymore. And then the Timberwolves, you know, they were supposed to be good, but they're not. So they're both, the Pacers are 12 and 11. The Timberwolves are 11 and 12. I would like to watch this game just, just to see how it turns
0: out, you know, cause I think they're both evenly matched and.
1: I think this is one of those is, games where it's like
0: Is Tyrese Halliburton back? Is he I know he was injured. I don't that's know. what's gonna make the big deal for me, yeah. right? If he's hurt, then it's probably not such a good game. Right.
1: So yeah, and he well, has so,
0: not played December fourth or December fifth, so he is he is still injured. I don't know how long he's gonna be out.
1: Okay, and with Carl Anthony Towns, that kinda maybe evens that out he too. He's a
0: groin injury. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Duarte of the Pacers is supposed to come back soon. I think he only played two games. I don't know if you saw me sneakily pick him up and put him on my no, IL. I didn't. I'm I'm looking forward to him coming back. He's not he's not gonna be like the guy, but he's certainly good for some fantasy points. So hopefully he's he's a young player. He averaged twelve points uh in his career, only eight points this season, but I think he only played like two games. Yeah. But he's getting close to coming back. If him and Halliburton are healthy I think you're gonna see a better Pacers play, a better Pacers team, but with Halliburton out, I I don't know, man. I didn't even know that Miles Turner was out with a hamstring injury. When did that happen? That happened just I, this week. I didn't week? know that either. Yeah. <laughs> All these guys are getting wow. hurt. Oh, maybe that happened NBA. just tonight or last night or
1: something. That's interesting. But
0: uh Miles Turner, <laughs> December fifth. Injury report was day to day. He won't play in Monday's game against Golden State. Uh so he's not it's not a serious injury, yeah. it seems like it's just day to day. So that's 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 good. Halliburton's out with a groin injury. Uh no timetable that I could tell. Which they might use the word indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, of course. But he's out. But both of these
1: teams—they yeah. kind of seem like, just like you said, they're on like the edge of imploding almost. You know, it's just this is like one of those games where it's like we got to start turning it around, guys. You know, and this
0: if—and this is a game that they could either either of these teams yeah, could turn it around. Exactly. Right? This could be the
1: catalyst. This is this one of those turning point games? So I I find this one interesting. I'd, I'd be I want to see who comes out on top too, especially with the Wolves. Yeah. they have one game. They're they're down one game compared to the Pacers, but they're at home, so they should win. But will they?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a couple teams that I I intrigued at watching. The Wolves are one of them. The Timberwolves, the Lakers, and the Nets. And the reason is it's the same reason why everyone likes watching a train wreck. It's because literally anything could set set those teams off, mm. and it could it could go bad very quickly. Yeah, you have a lot of a lot of expectations, a lot of superstar players, and you know things aren't going the way they were supposed to. Right. Lakers losing, Timberwolves continuing to lose, Kyrie getting suspended, and, and kind of going. It almost seemed like him and Kanye were having like a contest of who could be crazier. <laughs> and I, I hopefully Kyrie's just going to sit this one out and let let kanye do his yeah this thing because it's gotten really weird and i don't think Kyrie can compete without doing something <laughs> that's going to get him arrested but it's it's interesting to see that but the nets are the most successful of those train wreck teams as as so far in this this point in the season so yeah keep watching <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for us tonight thanks for listening <laughs> and we'll see you next time thanks guys